Hello, treasured women. It's often said, even by non-believers, that our body is a temple. And for Christ's followers, that means our human body is housing the Holy Spirit of God inside of us. So today we're going to look closer at scripture and what it tells us about having an unveiled face and how that needs to translate into our personality traits. The Trumpets of Tears of Podcast is a biblical lifestyle targeting tool for shifting your mindset from the world's way back to God's way. From the very beginning of time, humans were made in the spiritual likeness of Father God. So it's important that we look at the qualities and characteristics of God and compare ourselves to them. Now, most of the time in this world and in our own lives, we compare ourselves to other people. But the reality of being a Christ follower is that we are supposed to compare ourselves to God. When we look in the mirror, we are supposed to reflect the image of Jesus. In 2 Corinthians 3 verse 18, it says, And we all, with unveiled face, continually seeing as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are progressively being transformed into his image from one degree of glory to even more glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. Wow. Let's break this down. Those of us who are pursuing the Lord as a Christ follower have had the veil removed from our face. Therefore, there is nothing that is filtering the reflection of ourselves. Now, before that veil was removed, we looked at our reflection through a false filter. That was skewed by things of the world that the world told us about ourselves. And as we wore that veil, we were told to embrace that false identity of ourselves. And we can see many today still do that. The more we embrace things, the more we become comfortable. So even when it's something negative, we found a comfort in it. And comfort can be a very dangerous thing. I remember being at a concert years ago with Stephanie Gretzinger. And she made this statement when she was on stage. She said, we are never supposed to be comfortable in this life. At the time, I was newer to the things of the Holy Spirit. And I thought that comment was pretty awful because I didn't understand what she actually meant by it. My thought process at the time was, why would God not want us to be comfortable in this life? Now, as I've become a student of my Bible and I've developed a good relationship with the Holy Spirit, I understand where she was coming from. When we embrace things that are comfortable to us, we often embrace things in our life that are not of God. And that includes our own personality traits. Sometimes that comfort zone has us embracing the veil that we are looking at ourselves through. It's this false filter, but we are called to see ourselves in the way that God sees us without any worldly filter. So when we look into the mirror, seeing our own reflection in an honest way, we can see how closely our reflection is of Jesus and make changes so that we are continually being transformed into his image, just as the scripture says, more and more on a daily basis. And we can only do that with the help of God's Holy Spirit. 
When we take a deeper look at 2 Corinthians 3 verse 18 in context, we can see that in verse 13, it references how Moses would wear a veil. And this comes from Exodus 34. Moses spent 40 days and 40 nights with the Lord on Mount Sinai. He fasted and he listened. Father God gave him the Ten Commandments. And as he walked down the mountain back to the Israelites, his face was physically illuminated. It was literally glowing because of the time he spent in the presence of God. Because being in the presence of God actually changes our human body. And because this was such a supernatural thing in Moses' day, even Aaron was afraid to approach Moses. Not because they were actually fearful of Moses, but because it was evidence of the awe and power of God and how that affected man. We should be in awe and reverence of God at all times, even before we see his power or evidence of him. Now, because Moses was in the Old Covenant times and God was doing something new and unprecedented, Moses decided to wear a veil when he was speaking to the Israelites, but then he would remove that veil when he went to speak with God. In part, Moses wore that veil to stay in the holiness of God while communicating with man. And a little further into Exodus, Exodus 40, verse 3, the Lord actually commanded Moses to place a veil in the tabernacle between the Ark of the Covenant and the rest of the tabernacle, forming what we call the Holy of Holies. And as then the tabernacle, which was mobile, turned into the temple, which was permanent, that same veil separated the presence of God from anyone who came into the temple. And it remained that way until the crucifixion of Jesus. That veil was the separation to keep the holy things in a sacred space. When Jesus died on the cross, many things took place on the earth and one of them was the tearing of the temple veil from the top to the bottom. And you can read this in Matthew 27, verse 51. The veil was torn by God at the death of Jesus for several reasons, but one of them was to signify that the new covenant was now taking place, that you and I would no longer need to be separated from the presence of God. He was giving us sacred access to himself in the holy place. We would now have direct access to him by power of his Holy Spirit. Because after Jesus ascended into heaven, he poured out his spirit upon all men so that every believer would then become the temple of God. In 1 Corinthians 6 verse 19, Do you know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is within you, whom you have received as a gift from God, and that you are not your own property. <laughs> the work of the cross is such an incredible gift, both in this life and certainly for our eternal life. So when we look at the different parts of scripture, putting them all together, we start to see the bigger picture. God uses everything around us to speak to us. And in Bible times, he used the veil 
that veil which Moses first used to cover the radiance of his face, to then separating the presence of God from others, to then tearing it. And he tore it top to bottom so that every man would know that a man did not tear that veil. It wasn't possible for a man to climb all the way up to the top of that veil and tear it from the top down. Only God could tear it that way. God was sending a message loud and clear. There would no longer be a separation between all of man and God. He would now offer his Holy Spirit to anyone who believed that Jesus was Lord and Savior. We have the Holy Spirit as part of that new covenant. And when we don't partner with him on a daily basis, we're denying part of the work that Jesus did on the cross for us. The world can tell us that our body is a temple, but really, we're the tabernacle. We're constantly moving around, but the presence of God goes wherever we do. There's no veil. We have direct access at all times because he's become a part of us. And he has given us the ability to walk around in holiness. How incredible is that? So with that understanding, I want to read the scripture over you again. 2 Corinthians 3 verse 18. And we all with unveiled face, continually seeing as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord are progressively being transformed into his image from one degree of glory to even more glory, which comes from the Lord who is spirit. So I want to ask you, how are you viewing yourself today? Are you looking at yourself through a veil? Are you claiming things about your personality or chemical makeup that aren't of God? Remember that the presence of God changes us physically. He changes physical properties in us, even our chemicals and our hormones. Nothing is off limit from changing in God's presence. So if you're embracing a veil that Jesus came to destroy, you're actually saying that the work that Jesus did on the cross wasn't fully completed. And because we know as Christ's followers, it is finished. Jesus gave us victory over it all. Now we're never going to be perfect, but we are called to look at ourselves with unveiled face so that we radiate with the presence of God, just like Moses did. We are called to be progressively transforming in the image of Christ, going from radiance to even more radiance. This even happened to Jesus on the Mount of Transfiguration. In Matthew 17, verse 2, it says, And his appearance changed dramatically in their presence, and his face shone with heavenly glory, clear and bright like the sun, and his clothing became white as light. So maybe you are asking, how do I look more like the image of Jesus so that I can radiate and go from glory to glory? Well, of course, our Bible has the answer. In Luke 6, verses 35 and 36, it says, But love, that is selfishly, unselfishly, seek the best or higher good for your enemies and do good. And lend, expecting nothing in return, for your reward will be great, rich, abundant, and will be sons of the Most High, because he himself is kind 
and gracious and good to the ungrateful and the wicked. Be merciful, responsive, compassionate, tender, just as your heavenly Father is merciful. Jesus was unpopular in his day. And being a Christ follower today, there's persecution and we still get ridiculed. The world tells us, don't be a doormat, stand up for yourself, fight for justice. But the Bible tells us the opposite. Jesus is our only true role model of how to live a Christian life. He was kind and gracious to the ungrateful and the wicked. He healed people who never even thanked him. God did not withhold kindness from anyone. And so as a Christ follower, we must put the ways of Christ into practice. We have to seek the best for our enemies. It's not optional, it's a mandate. We have to give without expecting repayment, including not expecting a thank you. The word kind, which is used in the scripture to describe Jesus is an adjective. And in the Greek, it's Christos. And it means virtuous and useful. If we repay evil for evil, we are not virtuous or useful. When we wish ill on another person, even or even just a little misfortune, we aren't virtuous or useful. So when we look into our mirror with an unveiled face, we have to be ready to be humble and for God to show us our faults so that we can correct them and look more like the image of Jesus, virtuous and useful. This is what is required of us. It's not optional. And we can't compare ourselves to other Christians as a form of measure. We are called to measure ourselves as compared to Christ and to be his reflection. That's how we were created and that's how we need to live. Kindness, the act of being virtuous and useful, needs to be a huge part of our personality. We need to embrace giving to others, even compliments, despite what they've said to us or how they've treated us. It's God's design. It's the way that God commands that we live. So I encourage you, take an honest, unveiled look at your face in the mirror today and choose one small step that you can take to be kinder to someone and ask the Holy Spirit to help you walk it out because God will transform you more and more like the image of Jesus and radiate his presence to the world around you. God's richest blessings to you today. And if you are a woman, I encourage you to go to my website and become a part of my community, which will provide you additional accountability to get into living the lifestyle that God wants you to live and help you radiate him more and more every day to the world around you. Join us. Awaken your purpose. You will be transformed. I'll see you next week with more transformation teaching. God bless you.